Hello, hello, and welcome to Moments with May. I'm your host, May Robinson, and my intention for this podcast is to help the collective feel connected through sharing and talking about moments in life that make me unapologetically human. Tune in every Thursday and find comfort as you listen to topics that range from life experiences, lessons learned, spirituality, love, mental health, maybe some streams of consciousness and acceptance and knowing that it's okay to not be okay and still figuring life out. This is a place of complete vulnerability and cultivating growth in the best ways we know how. Your happiness matters. Hola besties! I hope that your week has been incredible and that you've been taking care of your mental health and your physical health. Mine has been pretty good. Mine is the fact that I, obviously, you guys can tell I'm kind of sick right now. And honestly, I think it's just a normal cold. But you know what sucks is that when you even get sick of any kind nowadays, the first thing that comes to your mind is COVID. And it's like you don't even want to tell people that you're sick because if you tell someone that you're sick, you know, they're automatically going to assume that you probably have COVID. And you know, I just, I don't feel that way. I did go and take a test, but I'm pretty confident. I'm hoping that I'm right. <laughs> that um, I'm, I'm just, I just have a normal cold. It's a normal cold and it's fine. But I hung out with friends and we went to dinner and honestly, for once it felt like things were somewhat going back to normal. This was before I knew I was sick. So, you know, don't you worry. I'm keeping people safe and I'm very conscientious of, of the things that I'm doing. So, um, you know, they were not put at risk at all whatsoever. So yeah, I am a little, you know, under the weather. I almost didn't record today because I just, I woke up and I felt like I just really am congested and I'm like, is this allergies or is this a cold? I think it's a cold. But I can understand if it's allergies because it's like that, um, you know, like that nasally congestion feeling. And that's all. That's really all. But I hope that you guys have been having a healthy week a lot better than mine. And that at least you if you have gone out or have gotten dinner or did something social with friends, obviously we're all being safe about it. If you're not, please just be responsible about it and just go grab a drink somewhere. You know, it's already socially distanced, but it's nice to be able to connect again with people and and to be around your friends and for it to feel kind of normal for once. But anywho, I wanted to talk about spirituality today because it has become an integral part (laughs) of who I am and how I define my relationship with the divine. And I wanted to talk about this because a lot of people confuse spirituality and religion. I know now it's becoming a more talked about subject, but I feel like there's sometimes still like this miscommunication between someone that is spiritual and someone that is religious because they are separate, or in my opinion, they're separate. And instead of defining it right off the bat, I just wanted to see how you guys define spirituality. So here are some of your responses. And by the way, thank you guys so much for even, you know, taking the time to respond to these posts. But like I said, this is what you guys had to say about it and a lot of you or more or less said the same thing so I think we're all kind of you know on the same page about this but here are a few responses from you guys so oops sorry I'm like trying to balance my phone and all this other stuff from Anne Dreamer or Anne underscore Dreamer 66 she said it's the same as religion like there's a higher power but it's or I think she meant to say it could be you and some and not some sky daddy (laughs) 
that's actually pretty funny okay and then another one a connection to something greater than yourself knowing there's more out there something that calls to your inner being another one of you guys said so i'm not going to share everybody's name or because i just i want to maintain your privacy you know I, I did share one so that is kind of contradicting but i just don't have time to just say everybody's username but you guys essentially like i said you said the same things so coach g money there's some underscores in there but it says understanding that there are powers and things bigger than us that we can't see another one of you guys said it's things like daily rituals and mantras we may repeat ourselves and then one other one that i'll share is sorry you can hear me like scrolling on my phone (laughs) Is energy given and received how you use it to be in touch with oneself and higher power? And then the last one, I know I said one more, is freedom of religion, not judging others for how they believe. And I honestly, I want to make a comment on the last one is freedom of religion, um, which I can understand, um, but I feel like spirituality is not a religion. And let me tell you why. Because, okay, let's, but now let's get into defining the two things. Religion is defined as an institution that has a set of organized practices and a structured belief system shared by and among those who are members of the institution. So their beliefs, which are often transcendental, are passed on from members to converts and are based on either a formally documented creed or or established cultural practice, laying the foundation for how one's life should be essentially what that is saying to me is that there is a book with the rules in it that you have to follow for the rest of your life that is just my own interpretation of religion and then spirituality defined what i found said spirituality is about one's soul and inner self being spiritual involves holding one's personal set of beliefs and practices and searching for the purpose of life each person's own definition of spirituality can vary throughout their lifetime adapting to individual experiences through personal study and self-reflection the goal of spirituality is to realize one's inherent power to combat all of life's challenges and connect with something greater than oneself So now that I've laid that out, let's get into my own like journey to spirituality. But even before that, I would just like to say that there's nothing wrong with following religion and there's nothing wrong with following spirituality. I have no like negative opinions or connotation. This is just what worked for me. And this is my experience regarding, you know, the two. Because growing up, my family was always religious for the most part. And we were Christians. But at the same time, we weren't like super, super religious, you know. We attended church every Sunday. And for a short time, I did go to Bible study. Though one thing that rubbed me the wrong way was this sort of like dismissal of questions and the contradictions in the Bible that I didn't really sit well with. Instead, I just took what they were saying at face value, believing that they knew more than I did, and even things that didn't make sense. I just believed maybe, like, I shouldn't question it or, you know, like, I, sh- I shouldn't challenge it. I should just believe it blindly, have blind faith. But I still, it, it didn't sit right with me, but I just let it go at that time. So as I got older, like, into my teenage years, it became an option. Just like, you know, any other kid, when church becomes an option, you're probably not going to go because nobody wants to wake up at 8 in the morning or super early in the morning on a day that you don't have school. But that's just my, this is my own perspective. I also didn't want to blindly follow something that I didn't feel I knew the whole truth about. When I was 18, after years of being disconnected, 
disconnected from my faith, I started to go to church again. There was a period of time where I stopped going because there was just too many discrepancies in religion. And then as I got older and life got harder, (laughs) I needed to turn somewhere. And this is when I started getting back into church after, like I said, I was I was disconnected for some time. I felt that, you know, maybe my experience was what it was in church because I wasn't in the right church. So my mom found a new one with more people my age. And then again, I started to study the Bible. I thought that maybe this I would go into blindly, believing that everything in the Bible was correct. That way, you know, I don't have this, um, this underlining feeling of, is this true? Like, are you lying to me? Why won't you answer my questions? <laughs> and, and that's how I went into it, just so there wasn't any challenges, you know? And my mom had also gotten to being a regular at church again. So I started studying the Bible with this church full of people my age. And you guys, it was too much. It was too much because let me just give you the breakdown. I started studying the Bible with them and they wanted to study every single day. I'm not even kidding. Every Monday through Sunday, every single day. So Sunday would be twice. One once at church, I guess in a sense, and then after church we're going to have another Bible study and they wanted me to get baptized in literally a month. And it, there was no obviously no clubs and no bars, etc, things like that, but I don't know, it just seemed like they were going overboard and it made me feel fail. It made me feel like really really trapped and another thing that I noticed is that couples in the church they couldn't do anything that made them feel lust including hand-holding and kissing they couldn't do that if they felt like holding hands was you know making them horny or lust in some way they couldn't do it which I in my head I'm thinking you guys can't hold hands huh you can't hold hands with your boyfriend like you can't okay I guess whatever But, you know, I think the thing about them is that they seemed really nice and and open to questions. So I did get into questioning them again and was faced with the same reaction and the same backlash as before. Like, just believe and have blind faith. You're asking too many questions. There's contradictions in the Bible, but we're not going to focus on that. And that rubbed me the wrong freaking way again. And it made me really mad because it's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry people were just zooming by on the street and I'm in my closet but it really upset me because I just felt like if I'm learning something it's like when you go to school you're in college or whatever whatever school doesn't even have to be college but in school in general and you ask your math teacher how did you get to that answer they're not going to say you know just believe with blind faith that we got the right answer because the answer is right no 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 they're going to explain to you and break it down how you got from x to y I, I didn't understand why they couldn't do that for me in church. So that ruined my experience yet again. And then there was this time that my mom went to church. My mom is a curvy woman, but my mom went to church in, you know, a dress that I guess it was, it wasn't form fitting. She's just curvier. So, you know, you can obviously see, see her shape in the clothing that she wore and she got reprimanded at church. And that made me so, so mad. It's like, she got reprimanded because I guess she was distracting you know people's husbands and it's like why is that her fault she cannot help that she's a curvy woman why are you guys reprimanding her for something that she can't that's out of her control what is she supposed to wear a paper bag to church like I don't irked me irked me 
And then another, I guess, okay, a question. Let's double back really quick. A question that I would ask people every time I went to church is, how do you know that God's a man? Well, you know, it's because the the prophets in the Bible said that God was a man. Did they, they see God? Like, did they see that God had a penis? Did they see it? Because if they didn't see it, I don't believe it. I'm sorry, but I just don't. I don't even think God is gendered, first of all. God, for me, was like whatever I wanted God to be. And I chose woman because it only makes sense. Women give birth to life, right? <laughs> I digress. But at this point, I was done. I was done. I didn't want to be religious. I didn't want to go to church every Sunday. Religion made me feel so trapped and controlled. Like, my life couldn't be my own. And I hated that. I didn't like that this book essentially told people that there's only one way to live by which was a series of rules and if you broke them you'd basically rot in hell if you didn't repent and not to say that religion is saying this but this was my own interpretation and this is uh kind of you know my own experience but not to say religion does help some people you know it really does and it makes people a better person and i love that so you know for those people it's great that they're following religion for me it was not fun it wasn't fun i, I just didn't like how i felt and it didn't help me. It didn't progress me. It just made me feel more confined and like I couldn't be my true authentic self. And another thing was I found that religion all across the world is essentially, in my opinion, talking about the same thing. Everybody is telling the same story in a different perspective. Not only that, but it's like they're leaving things in that benefit them in some way. So oh my god, I can have such a long talk on this. I think there's actually um, studies and documentations of like, you guys are all talking about the same thing in the Bible. You guys are just not like, some people are leaving some parts in and other people are leaving other parts in and now you have a different religion. So I'm just like, which one is the truth? Which one? Because I mean, if you guys are all technically telling the truth, why do we have multiple religions? Like, it, it only makes sense that some people tweak some stuff to benefit themselves and is that like godly to do i just i don't know i just that is my own belief i just don't think that everything in the bible is a hundred percent true and for other people they do believe that so this is not me invalidating your experience but me giving my opinion about mine i feel like i have to keep prefacing that because i don't want people to come for me talking about i'm talking down on religion and stuff when i'm i'm just giving my two cents in my opinion you know people don't have to um take you know what i'm saying at face value i just want to share i just want to share <laughs> but even though i kind of backed away from religion i still when people ask me so like what are you like what do you who do you follow like what is your religion i would still say christian but i'm not the same type of christian that all christians are in the sense of like i was the type of christian that didn't believe in everything in the bible it didn't make sense to me. So I, you know, I, I did follow some stuff, but there was other stuff if it didn't make sense to me. Like one thing that didn't make sense to me was hell. I personally believe that if hell exists, then we're already living in it. And I think that we create our own personal hell by doing things that don't align with our higher purpose. I don't think it's a place that you go after you die. I think it's a place that you in a way create for yourself. But I don't, do we really know? That's another thing. Some people have said that they've died and gone to hell and it's a horrible place. How do we know that they actually went to hell? All we have is their word. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it just seemed like, I don't know, hell for me, it just seemed like a scare tactic. A scare tactic to make people live the way that they wanted people to live. And if people knew that reincarnation was real, how would that change the world today? 
that's a question I have for you guys. That's a little food for thought in the sense of like, let's sit with that. If people knew or believed that this isn't the only life you had, would they follow their faith as blindly as they do now? Because for me, it's like, I don't know. I don't know that I feel like something would be different things would be different if people everyone believed that this is this is not the only one and only life that you have and I do believe in reincarnation because I can't wrap my head around the fact that we can reach nirvana in one lifetime one lifetime that means you have to be good or good and bad or or connotated in ways that I don't want to associate what I'm talking about with because there to me there is not necessarily a good or bad but more of like a negative versus positive that has a different connotation but like I was saying I just I don't think that one can or many I don't think many can achieve nirvana in one lifetime or and nirvana by the way is the ultimate enlightenment I feel like there's so much to experience as a human you're not going to want to like you know maybe you want to like try some weed or like you know go to a rave and like you know do some stuff (laughs) I'm not advocating this but just to say that like there's so much in the world that humans want to experience or like you're not going to want to come here and then be a monk your whole life and not experience anything because you know you want to achieve this level of enlightenment right now I feel like that's not a common thing maybe you know a few reincarnations okay I'm ready now to just like simmer down and go meditate in the temples and be a level of consciousness that not a lot of people are at or I don't want to say that not a lot of people can handle because I don't want to make it seem like monks literally don't have a life they're just doing meditation every day the the work that they do is quite I feel like profound and like what's a, what's the word I'm looking for like they have a lot of self-control and a lot of intention and they're very conscious and aware of their actions and what they're doing because they have to think about those things they have to that's a part of the process and it's not I don't think it's easy work at all it's a lot of self-control and and working on that self-control to have more self-control because I cannot imagine meditating for like all day or for four hours or you know but I think there's something to that I think there's a level of enlightenment and just being able to be still but also transcending into another I don't know dimension or, or, or in some way experiencing different realms through your mind that is not easy work and I feel like it's pretty incredible but that's not to say that's all the work that they do but me going there is just to say that I want to have fun in a different way like I feel like I'm making myself sound like girl you a little crazy no 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 (laughs) I just mean like going to concerts and you know, I do, you know, want to get drunk sometimes with me and my homegirls. Maybe not like sloppy drunk, but like a nice buzz drunk with me and my homegirls. And I don't, you know, I just, I, if I was in another um, phase of life where I just, I felt like I didn't want to do those things, then I could ascend in another way. But right now I feel like when it comes, you don't need to drink to have fun, by the way. But I just am saying that I want to experience more than... Uh, let me just digress and just say that enlightenment and getting to that place it is an easy work you I feel like you almost need to cut certain things out I think it's maybe attachments to certain things um it's just there's just so much that goes into releasing and letting go of of these man-made and inhumanly wants 
in a way that I can't articulate quite well but I hope you guys are following and that you understand what I'm trying to say in the sense of the life of a monk is vastly different than the life of your everyday person and that is that but back to religion living by a set of rules honestly just created internal chaos for me and that's when I started to identify as being more of a spiritual being one that has their own relationship with the universe or God whichever you like to call it I use those words interchangeably and I didn't want to do church every Sunday and I wanted to have a genuine connection without having to go to church every Sunday and I not even I felt like but when you're spiritual you're not bound by rules there aren't any rules to be honest it's the natural progression of your soul in your own way and not from anyone telling you how to be or how to live or how to do it the only rule really is that you don't harm anyone along the way as you're evolving you're a compassionate person trying to be the best person that you can and that is it however you reach that and however you go about doing that like I said if you're not harming anybody that is your way of doing things and that is your way of aligning and being closer to God or to the universe and evolving looks different for everyone religion is okay it's like a group right And spirituality is an individual thing. Like, for example, in certain religions, everyone essentially believes the same thing. Everyone believes there are certain rules to follow and there's one way of living to have, I guess, the most righteous life. Spiritual people have their own beliefs apart from one another. So if I want God to be the grass outside, guess what? God is the grass outside. If I want God to be the sun, guess what? God is the sun. That is who you identify God to be. It's just whatever you want God to be, as long as it's it's helping you in some way and, and helping you become better. Like I said, God is anything you want God to be because nobody actually knows what God looks like. So, I mean, if God is everything and everything is God, God can be the grass. God can be the sun. And someone that's spiritual isn't going to tell you it's right or wrong. Oops, sorry, I know you hear that. <laughs> the race course outside, but <laughs> like I said, like you're just you're not wrong in what you believe. And I loved that. I loved the freedom of being able to have my own relationship with God in the way that I wanted it to be and to know that it was okay with God. Because I wasn't harming anybody, I wasn't doing anything with ill intentions, I wasn't, you know, purposely being shady because obviously God is saying everything and if we are God and God is us, then you know, we ain't getting away with nothing. <laughs> Another thing is a spiritual person's beliefs, they evolve. There's always room for growth. And that is my favorite, favorite, favorite thing about being spiritual is like you could believe something one year and then you have this, you know, just enlightenment period, (laughs) enlightenment period. You, You have this phase or you learn something new or you just grow in some way and now your beliefs are completely different. So I could have said I believe something last year and then this year I could believe something different. And guess what? That is completely 110% okay. And you don't have to feel bad about that because it gives you the space to grow and for your lessons to also evolve into who you are as a person versus having, you know, something be fixed. Because religion has fixed beliefs. These things are unchanging and permanent. Always that whatever that is we can say like you know the 10 commandments the 10 commandments will always be the 10 commandments there's no changing the 10 commandments because they're the 10 commandments 
spirituality is like, hey, you know, I think this rule is a little outdated. Let's throw it out. And guess what? We gonna throw it out. <laughs> I love that. So you are constantly evolving with the times. And another thing I believe is that if God is everything, then we are also God. And that's not to say that we can, you know, make God-like decisions in the sense, like, killing people and, like, dictating someone's whole life, which are very just not not good things at all. But it's more to say, like, we have the ability to do God-like things in the sense of, like, manifesting, right? If I want something like uh, I want this nice house in this certain area, I can manifest and use my godlike powers to bring that to reality by working towards it and using manifestation as a tool to obtain that. However, there are definitely different types of spiritual people. And for me, in my own opinion, I categorize it as like the transcendental spiritualist. And then like, you know, me, which is... (laughs) spiritual but with the shits spiritual but with the shits honey i'm down but i'm spiritual also you know that means like if i had to define that we think of janae janae aiko like she is spiritual but with the shits she has crystals but like pussy fairy you know like you see what i'm I'm saying like (laughs) for lack of better words like we believe our relationship with God is our relationship with God. Hers is going to be very different than mine, but also like I'm still down to go out and have fun. And like if I had to define the closest definition to my spirituality, it's like it's like hers. We're we're fun, but like we're still trying to be the best versions of ourselves, you know? And then I would say like the transcendental spiritualist. These aren't exact categories by the way, you guys. These are just categories that help me understand in my mind. Um the differences but they're not there's like there's no levels to this stuff because nobody is above anybody we're all in a different path so you can't even compare the past because they're just all different from each other so there is no above or below we are all in the same playing field and we're all in the same plane and nobody is above anybody but I would define these people as like the people that don't drink alcohol 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 <laughs> I'm getting like tripped up on my words but the people that don't drink alcohol the people that um you know they're completely vegan you do go on um these retreats and can meditate for long periods of time these are like all or nothing for me you know it's like if you're but I guess that there's no defining this like I said because it's all so fluid in the sense of like there isn't really a right or wrong but just so I can make sense of it in my head this is how I separate it because it it used to make me feel bad that I wasn't this spiritual person that was like you know, using sound healing bowls every weekend and going on retreats and I don't drink alcohol and I don't go to clubs or bars because it doesn't, these worldly things don't satisfy me in the same way. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I used to feel bad. And now I just realize spirituality has, there's no bounds. There are no rules to this stuff. So one spiritual person can't tell me that I'm doing things wrong. That just does not exist in spirituality. You do things in the way that work for you and I do things in the way that work for me. We're not harming anybody. We're growing. We're evolving. Great. Leave it at that. But there are, you know, spiritual people that have, you know, different gifts in the sense of like some people can access the akashic records actually we all can but it takes a certain level of skill to be able to access that and some people are naturally born and gifted to access that i'm not one of them oops sorry i'm like hitting my microphone but i'm not one of them and or maybe my gift isn't i wasn't naturally born with it but you know i have to work on it to be able to access like akashic records and to go into these really deep meditations where i can um visit different realms this sounds like so crazy so (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope that the people listening are people that are open to this interpretation of life. But like I said, spiritual with the shits. Very much tapped in, but very much down. Because there's this huge misconception that spiritual people are all love and light. No, 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 no. I'm, you know, going to always try and be the best version of myself. But if I need to defend myself, I'm about that action. <laughs> I'm throwing hands. <laughs> Just kidding. But like if you're if someone is literally like coming at you, you kind of there's you have to defend yourself you know you're not just gonna let yourself get beat up you have you know it's just not like it doesn't logically make sense to me and <laughs> if someone tries to harm me I'm gonna defend myself or if someone tries to disrespect me I'm going to stand up for myself it's not like there's this huge misconception that you know spiritual people they always have to you know be these super peaceful people and you know to a sense we do um, but that doesn't exclude, like, if you're disrespecting me, don't, don't expect me to say nothing. Don't expect that, because that's just not happening. <laughs> uh, I'm love and light, but about that action. <laughs> but I don't like to, I don't, I don't like to get in fights, honestly. I, I really, if there's another way, I'm, I'm gonna take that way, but if it, if worse comes to worse, if it comes down to it, and, like, I, it's a life or death situation, well I'm choosing life obviously (laughs) but I also put up questions for this one and you guys had some cool like some good misconceptions that people have or make about spiritual people so I'm going to share a few of those and like give you my two cents on that so the first one from pretty now tool she said that because maybe she's spiritual that it means she doesn't believe in god and i had to choose this one because this was a similar thing that i went through is when i told people that i was spiritual and i used the word the universe which let me explain the backstory of why i used universe because i felt like growing up in my childhood the word god was negatively connotated in the sense of like why did like god being a man like i said like how do you know so me having to use that word and always have to think of god as a man it kind of like turned me off from using that word because God to me is a woman and the universe sounds more like feminine to me and that is why I use the word the universe but a lot of the times when I do use that people think oh well she must not believe in God no no no. I believe in God I just believe that God is God's just not a man to me but I believe in God you know I mean yeah I'll just I'll just leave it at that and another reply said the misconception is that I'm going to have something negative to say about certain religions. There's no way. And this is from Let's See What Happened, okay? And I agree. People, like, I have nothing bad to say about religion in the sense of, like, my experience may not have been the best when it came to Christianity and my religion and growing up and stuff, but if it helps you, it helps you. And you can be Christian and I really don't care in the sense of, like, I I have no opinions about, if you're a good person, that's really the extent to I'm sorry you probably hear another car but that's really the extent of how much I care another reply says there's a difference in being spiritual and being a witch or burka spiritual spiritual is one eye I think that's that's what she meant to say and um I am not going to speak from that place because I don't have um I feel like it's not my place to speak on that because I don't know too much information about you know witch or burka because I'm I'm not one so I can't speak on that and uh, give my opinion about something I'm not even uh, educated on moving forward (laughs) you can be spiritual and believe in God but God is not a person with rules and a book dry cappuccino dot tears I said the same thing 
like god is not a person with rules or a book that's that's essentially spirituality essentially god is the power of you and the universe in action god is science and energy and time spirituality requires nurturing your soul and actually doing the work to become better so i definitely you know agree with this last part in the sense of like it, it really is about you having your own experience and growing in your own way and you know shadow work and all that good stuff savior self Ari says that we avoid feeling negative emotions I would have to agree that there was this point in time where people like I said like the love and light thing where we just were toxic positivity is a misconception I believe when it comes to spirituality because I think that there is this um, idea that when you are a spiritual person but this doesn't even go for just a spiritual person but just in general that you learn to see things in a more optimistic way and knowing that everything has a reason for it happening that the world isn't against you it's preparing you for something greater or it's happening for you for some reason and that is you know you being optimist optimist optimistic and you know she's right in the sense of like i feel like people think that you know spiritual people can't feel negative emotions no no no. actually in spirituality like you should feel your negative emotions if you need to cry go cry if you need to be angry go be angry just don't hold on to that and release that feeling you know it's healthy to work through your emotions and what you're feeling and not push them back because when you push them back and they come back up or you just avoid them it creates resistance and we don't want to have resistance because we want to manifest easily and effortlessly and be able to move through life without having to because if you try to push things down they're coming back there's no way around that they're coming back and they're coming up at some point and some time so Sophia said Sophia Rose 11 that because I went to a Catholic school I'm extremely religious in reality I'm not I honestly I get that in the sense of just like being Christian and just coming from a really christian family and going to church and stuff and then going into spirituality like i'm definitely not i would i wouldn't even categorize myself as religious and then mecg she said another thing that um dry cappuccino tears said which was that everything is love and light when it's far from that you do have to do the work there are a lot of crying times there's a lot of inner child work there's a lot of trauma healing when you when it comes to spirituality like all of that stuff has to be dug up and i know that this is also in religion um so i guess there are parallels between religion and spirituality and then the last thing i will share is from celestial soul guidance and she says i feel like since spirituality is a big melting pot from different religions you get a lot of people who just think you're trying to be trendy or culturally appropriate things when usually most of most of us elevate that religion's practices or i'm I'm trying to feel like what is she trying to say and make them our own religious religious practices okay i think she meant to say (laughs) i'm glad we all did that together of religious practices and make them our own so essentially what i am going to interpret interpret guys i cannot talk today i'm sorry (laughs) interpret this as is essentially that spirituality is in a way kind of um crafted or created through different religions and it's like some things that are from religion and some things that um we in a way make our own and we elevate those practices without i guess bounds and this is really interesting to think about i never really thought about spirituality in this way but that comment just has me thinking about okay well now i want to do some research spirituality comes from different religions it would make sense but it would be like creating this without why was i almost going to say the bad stuff because it's completely not the bad stuff but just without bounds 
without a strict um guidelines strict guidelines i guess to say the least so yeah thank you for sharing all of those those are all really interesting and i love when you guys are replying to these because it it also helps me think about things differently as you know i'm always trying to kind of evolve my thinking and i don't there isn't like i said a right or a wrong it's just a different way of thinking about things so thank you guys so much for responding and i know i didn't read all of them but i just want to say i really do appreciate you guys so though this path of spirituality can be a hard one i feel like it's just been completely worth it for me because i i can go at my own pace and i don't have to feel so like boxed in if you may being on the spiritual path doesn't mean that you're not doing normal things like going out and stuff and having fun i feel like people think that spiritual people look a certain way and this is something that I've kind of had to check myself on this year because honestly you don't spiritual people look like everyday people just like religious people look like everyday people and you don't know until usually you have a conversation or if you have some kind of gift where you can read people or see auras there's just so much within this realm that's I think it's so cool and I think like I am learning to kind of harness my own gifts but it is a consistent repetition of 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 just routine and doing certain things in my own respect and in my own way matter of fact it's like you can meet the most hood ass girl and she has tons of crystals and a tarot deck on her altar in her room like there's just no way of identifying spiritual people because I feel like in people's minds they're like these hippie vegan people and that's (laughs) that can be farther from the truth some some are in the same way like some religious people are but some are not but guys that is really all i have for you i hope that this conversation kind of gave give (laughs) kind of gave you a way to think about things differently and to really kind of find your own way find your own way to think about things and grow as a person and know that like there is not one right way in my in my own opinion because i am a spiritual person but to really know that you have the freedom to choose your own path whether that's religion which is great if that's helping you or it's spirituality that's also great if it's helping you to just know that there are you know different things and different ways of thinking about things that are okay to think about but like i said that is all i have for you today my loves i'm so glad i made it through this episode you guys because i was so close to not i was so close to posting like guys i just i'm not feeling the best but honestly I'm glad that I was able to put this out for you guys because I feel like it's a really interesting thing to, like I said, think about. I said that a thousand times, but think about. So I hope that this conversation clarified a few things for you guys and opened you up to a different understanding and perspective. And honestly, I'm happy that more people are following what feels right for them, whether, like I said, it's spirituality or it's religious. I'm glad that we're all collectively moving into this new way of thinking and experiencing the world together. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, feel free to share with a friend or a family member or someone you think might benefit from this conversation. And if you want to connect or have any questions or comments or feedback or just want advice from the Hort, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram. I hope that you guys all have an amazing rest of the week and have a great, great weekend and be safe, put some hand sanitizer on and stay hydrated. (laughs) All right. But with that being said, 
and in the way we always close out i see you i love you and i am you and we are all connected somehow i will see you guys next week bye